Today we're going to be talking about some history that has to do with the DC Eagles, the original 99 percenters. percenters it's thrown around like it's just water nowadays the original meaning was a lot different than it was now it actually originated from chicago yes shy town baby uh, at least we know our history i can tell you that you know you have a lot of creators that don't know shit about what they're talking about they don't know history of clubs they don't know the organizations within the scene and i can't it's kind of pitiful if you ask me because when they talk 99 percenters or one percenters they have no idea you know they act like 99 percenters are the lower class well i have to say you know the dc eagles they're pretty hardcore boys. And a lot of 99 percenters are hardcore boys. Just because they don't wear a 1% diamond don't mean they're not going to stand there and knock the hell out of you or defend themselves. And that's demonstrated by the DC Eagles. I've met a lot over my time in Chicago. Pretty good guys. And the 99% started up in Chicago in 1963. 1963. That's how long 99% has been around with the one club. It wasn't until recent years, I'd have to say, I don't know what, 2010 or something like that and above where people started to use that expression 99% without knowing where it came from and that's a sad state of affairs because the story of the DC Eagles and why they put that patch on is amazing I don't got a lot of time to discuss how it came about and stuff like that you know I'm just gonna give you an overview But it is a very interesting history, something that you guys should take a look at. And, you know, I always say to go to this one website, 1percenterbikers.com, because they do do a lot of good research. Not everything's correct, but is anybody perfect is what I say. The basics of what they're talking about is. So let's go over to their site, check out. Uh, the DC Eagles here. There's their patch. The DC Eagles. It has the Eagle MC with kind of like a wraparound arch, and that's the nation. Uh, it was founded by DC uh, Danny in Chi Town in 1963, and that was Denny Ledesma, uh, again known for as DC Danny. Now. Where did the D.C. come from, everybody's asking? Well, it's rumored that it was started on Damien Avenue and Cortland Street. That's the D and the C. Uh, That was in Bucktown Wicker Park uh, on the north side of Chicago. There's the diamond. And yes, it's a diamond, 99%. The NFG means no fucking good. (laughs) 
<laughs> they had the attitude, 100% uh, image of the 1960s. And then, of course, at the bottom was DCE, which everybody should know what that stands for. But that was a 99% diamond. Originated here in Chicago in 63. And a lot of people don't know that 99% isn't some bottom feeders. Again, these clubs can hold their own with the best of any 1% clubs out there. You know, they're not as huge as a lot of 1% clubs, especially the big four or five, whichever ones you want to put into that category. But in their area, oh boy, they hold their fucking own, baby. Uh, he says uh, the DC Eagles MC chapters, there's one in central Illinois. Uh, that's out of Decatur, yes. Uh, Chicago is the mother chapter. Uh, Northern, southern Wisconsin. They're not a club that is huge again. Where they're located, though, they hold the presence. Now, they do have a close relationship with the Hell's Lovers the last time I checked. There has been some incidences that made some big news. One of them was the 2014 incident. That's where 70 bikes were driving, and because... Of a rage rage idiot, a woman who was 27, killed Joshua Defford. He was a DC Eagle, but he was also a member of the U.S. Infantry serving in the 101st Airborne Division. So it goes kind of through the history of that right there, and that was a really big deal. There's a picture of her right there. Radio again. Make sure you check it out. Uh, 2015, and we're going to be talking about this type of stuff, uh, especially how police conducted themselves during a hostage standoff, these jackasses. Uh, the 21st of September, 2012, uh, they raided Eagle Nation Motorcycle Shop in Wisconsin. Uh, it was a hangout with the D.C. Eagles and the Hell's Lover. After claiming a witness uh, to have a witness that... Uh, Seen a drug deal or something like that. Uh, let's see here. 2005, Michael Funk, and that's who we're going to be talking about with this incident. Age 60, was a former member of the DC Eagles, as well as a Hell's Lover, according to 1percenterbikers.com. I have not confirmed that. He was inside the motorcycle shop when a gunman entered. Uh, the gunman, Brian uh, Flatoff, was upset about the sale of the motorcycle and holds Funk and other occupants of the property hostage. Yes, this happened. And yes, Michael Funk was killed when he came out because he escaped and the cops opened fire on him. He was the hostage. So let's go talk about that. The cycle shop owner, and this was everywhere back then, they shot the wrong guy. Again, he came out 
Yes, he had a gun in his hand, but that don't mean you automatically shoot, dude. Find out what's going on. Anyway, let's get a uh, background on this story. And this is a part of the DC Eagles history right here. So before you guys say, well, you know how it goes. Nina, and this is in Wisconsin, uh, Steve, uh, owner of the Eagle Nation Cycle, said he thinks police shot the wrong guy in a tense hostage situation at his motorcycle shop. His, him and his attorney, Cole White of Green Bay, identified the victim as Michael Funk, 60. Quote, he was a hostage coming out of the building. They shot him in the alley. They shot the wrong guy. Itchy trigger fingers, don't you agree, guys? <laughs> Why? And that's the problem with them. They, you know that they automatically, and that's why I'm afraid when my kids were growing up to even get them a BB gun to play outside and shoot some freaking bottles because a cop will walk up on them and shoot them because they, they don't use their brains. Remember the stuff we used to do in the 80s growing up in kids? We used to go around playing soldiers and army and all that stuff. They'd probably shoot us today. Quote, uh, let's see here. This, uh, according to the police chief at the time, uh, said in an email that the Wisconsin Department of Justice Division of Criminal Investigation was leading it up. We weren't even interviewing our most involved people until after DCI finishes them. Thus, we have limited details about all that transpired. Funk, also known as ML, was a regular at the Eagle Nation cycle. Now, according to this, Steve was in the basement of the building when the gunman entered. He came upstairs when he heard a commotion. Funk saw him and secretly motioned for him to go back downstairs. He heard a gunshot from upstairs, called the police to report an active shooter in the building. He told the police that the gunman was holding Funk and one or two others as hostages in the shop that he was holed up in the basement he kept in contact with the police dispatcher during much of their ordeal. Nina police said in a statement they received information about 920 and that the hostages were in immediate danger of being killed. So I get it. Your adrenaline's rushing. You don't know what's going on inside of the building. You got a guy on the phone talking to you, telling you what's going on. Police tried to enter the building to rescue the hostages, but were met with gunfire and retreated. So it kind of gave you the willies. One officer was shot by someone inside the building. That's going to piss them off. So, yeah, that's going to piss a cop off. He was hidden in his helmet. He required medical... Oh, he's lucky he had that helmet on then. Here it is. A short time later, police said a man armed with a gun left the building. They have not identified that man. Quote, this subject did not comply with officer's instructions to drop the firearm and was uh, shot by or shot at by one or more officers. It's always the later. It's never one. They all open fire on you. An attorney who represents uh, Stephen Funk in an ongoing $50 million lawsuit 
against Nina and Nina police in Winnebago County said he understood that ML was killed by law enforcement. And he went on to say he was devastated at the loss. He was a great guy. DOJ was also called into it to investigate. So, the investigation led to no charges. Officers killed innocent escape hostage in December incident. At least they have a good title for this one, right guys? Uh, the attorney general said two Nina uh, police officers won't face charges outside the motorcycle shop. The officers felt they were being lured into an ambush, making it unlikely prosecutors would be able to overcome Hey, there's that argument again. Self-defense. Ain't that always happens? Or, my life was in danger. Another big one, isn't it? Uh, Funk was an innocent bystander allegedly taken hostage uh, by Brian Flatoff, who came to the Eagle Nations to confront a man about a motorcycle. Uh, he escaped the shot after reportedly being shot by the accused hostage taker. Then he was shot eight times by the officers Craig Hoffer and Robert Ross. Why is it always these guys pump bullets in you and it's called self-defense? But when you do it to somebody who's coming into your house, you fill them with eight bullets. It's uh, excessive force. Go figure, man. Uh, now... Quote, there is no question that officers Ross and Hoffer intentionally shot and killed Funk on December 5th. Uh, the evidence established that they did not recognize the person they shot and that they believed the person they shot was the armed hostage taker. They didn't know who the hell was who. So why fire shots? Insane, isn't it? Here is the after effects of that incident. And good evening to you. Today, the officer who's been waiting to make an apology. It's in the case of a hostage who was killed in Nina. A separate man is convicted of taking those hostages and being the cause of that hostage's death. And today, he gets a sentence. NBC 26's Max Grossfeld has our story tonight from Oshkosh. We entered into a building and faced the hell that I would not wish my worst enemies. Brian Flatoff took hostages at Eagle Nation Cycles in Nina in December 2015, leading to the death of Michael Funk. For that crime, he sentenced to spend the rest of his life behind bars. I, mean, I, know, I know where I'm going, I know, I know my responsibility, I, and I can accept that, but I, I can't accept just the questions that I have. I can't say that I am 100% responsible for this. Despite Flatoff saying he's the center of a conspiracy, the judge... Always to the conspiracy theory, isn't it? But yeah, that was uh, the ending of that. But guys, do me a favor and go check the links out in the description box. You'll see more on the DC Eagles and what they're about and stuff. And hopefully you'll start understanding what the 99% means originated the whole nine yards, because it is upsetting when you see people throwing around 99% this and 99% that, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about, the origins of it. So, 
With that, I'm going to go over to the radio station right now with China Dow. We're going to go have some funs. I'll see you guys over there. It's MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, or you can download the station on Zeno FM. <laughs> 